Recorded live.
Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Ah, Ratorubo Well, y'all already know some songs I shouldn't play, and y'all already know that's one of them. But that's just how I was feeling this morning. Um, uh, this is a, a broadcast that will not be sent to uh, Jackie K. Day Live. Uh, glory to God. Hallelujah. This is just for family only. Mm-hmm. Ah, the Holy Ghost told me that um, I needed to be transparent today about some things, and I'm going to do that. Hallelujah. The song talks about how the the prostitute, at that time she was an ex-prostitute, and how she washed his feet with her tears and how she took out her most precious ointments and perfumes, glory to God, because she understood to whom uh, much when you're forgiven much you love much ah. a lot of people will come to the gathering on this weekend and uh, uh, they'll be seeing God do some things and uh, some people will you know be in astonishment uh, because of the glory that will be revealed not just through myself but through many others that are anointed uh, that will be at the gathering glory to God but nobody knows uh, the price uh, that many of us had to pay. And we give you the, uh, uh, the PG, uh, glory to God, or the, uh, the G version of what we've been through because some of y'all couldn't even handle it, if you knew. But God has asked me to uh, be transparent about some different things. I know y'all already think, well, we done heard everything about her and her husband and this and that. Um, but no, hallelujah, there's still some things. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to say that, um, you know, early from the beginning, from the time I was probably about two years old, God would speak to me. And I would know his voice, and, and we were friends. Hallelujah. I didn't realize then that it was God. I just thought it was my imagination. I think probably when I was four years old, I knew that my mother was not going to always be with me because the Holy Ghost had let me know that your mother would die early. And so, you know, while you were still young. And I still thought that maybe it was my imagination. Well, for many of you, you know that my mother did die when I was 13. She was sick from the time that I was 10, um, and I would take care of her and, and take good care of her and go to the um, hospital when she was in the hospital. Sometimes she was in the hospital for weeks at a time, you know, with breast cancer, and we didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, at first she was in uh, places where, you know, they didn't take such good care of her. And so it was very important that I was there because the doctors would, you know, ignore her and other patients that were in that, you know, part of the hospital where I guess you don't have a private room, so many people in the room together. And I would, um, you know, uh, wash, uh, you know, her um you know, the thing that they, uh, you know, urinate and stuff in, uh, glory to God, I can't think of it right now, hallelujah, and, and, you know, and then, you know, when they would throw up in her, and, and then she would say, Dari, can you help this one or that one, and I would just go around the room, and then I would go home, I would have to take two buses, I lived in Long Island City, uh, glory to God, and the, uh, many times the hospital was in Manhattan, and so I would have to take two buses there and two buses back and then get home and do my homework and take care of my sister in the house and all those kinds of things. And sometimes I did that seven days a week. <clears throat> and so uh, because I didn't feel the love of a mother, um, just like many of you, glory to God, I found myself in different people's beds because I just wanted to be held. Uh, most men are not just trying to hold you, glory to God. And so I dealt with the rest of that just so that I could be held and I could feel love. And 
after I got married to my husband, there were many times, glory to God, where by him being on crack cocaine, I would have to go to the crack house to get him out. One time I was outside and I was waiting and I was, I was speaking to Elder Rose. It was about 5 o'clock in the morning. And she said, Dari, go home. I'm like, you know, even though, you know, what I have been through, he was still the father of my children. And sometimes I would have my children in the car with me, and they were young. They were babies in their car seats, and I would be looking for him and, and trying to find him because it was just, you know, I don't know why. One time he came, uh, they, they uh, somebody threw him out, and he uh, it was in East Orange, New Jersey, <clears throat> excuse me, on uh, William Street, and he came crashing through the glass, the plate glass window of the door because they had thrown him out. And so, you know, I had to take him back home and, you know, try to, you know, fix it up. But, uh, you know, eventually he had to end up going down to um, uh, the hospital. I can't think of the name. Y'all know he's tired and going through. Y'all know what hospital I'm talking about in Newark. All y'all from Newark and NJ. Yeah, that, that one right there. Hallelujah. And so, you know, they stitched him up and all that. And that was just one of a billion things that we would go through. There would be times that he would get um, uh, violent. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, Joy, she would get up and she would get a knife and give every one of us a knife. And we would be there, like, you know, with a knife in our hands, just waiting in case he decided to do something crazy. And here my children were little, and my daughter was little too. She couldn't have been more than 14 or 15, and she's handing out knives to everybody. Eventually we looked in the uh, the thing, and all the knives were gone. He learned. He got quick. He learned about that, threw the knives away. Of course, we bought more. And so I'm telling you some of these things just to let you know that when you see the anointing on people's life, and you see the oil, and you see the power, a lot of times you don't know what people have had to go through, a glory to God, and stayed steadfast. And even during those times, I was still preaching the gospel. I was taking all my kids to a church, and, you know, we were still uh, doing what we had to do and still trusting God in the midst of that. And so I found that through patience, hallelujah, and perseverance, that's how we inherit the promises and, and the oil comes, that oil in that alabaster box. Nobody knows how you got it. I'm just telling my story. You have a story, too. Hallelujah. And so I'm saying that to say that, hallelujah, uh, that a lot of times um, people, they look down on you. They don't understand you. That's why I have compassion uh, for everybody. I've done some things that I shouldn't have done, just like the rest of y'all. And there's people that try to act like, you know, they're holier than thou. They're criticizing everybody. They're putting people down because they don't do this or they don't do that. Get over it. God knows what each one of us have been through. Hallelujah. And he, the Bible says he knows the way that we'll take. People don't know what you've been through, what your story is, and why maybe you act a certain way. I found that uh, many times in my house I want things in such a, a certain place, in such an order, because my life has been out of order. And so the things I can control, like keeping my house clean or keeping my children looking a certain way or whatever, and even the ministry, though, the ministry, I think it's different. I want it to be done excellently because he's an excellent God and he deserves the best. And so many times people don't understand you and they don't understand where you're coming from, but they don't know. Nobody knows the times and the nights that you cried or, or what you had to go through or, you know, who did what to you or what was done to you or even what you did to others. 
And a lot of times people do things because they're hurt. And so I've had compassion, and I will continue to have compassion because Jesus has compassion on us. Many people didn't understand why in the world would he uh, allow her to, first of all, the disciples were upset because they figured, you know, uh, that money that was uh, wasted, they thought. But she loved him so much. Hallelujah. I love him. I love him because he first loved me. I love him because when others just saw uh, someone uh, going from bed to bed or whatever they thought, they just probably said, look at her, you know, uh, what's going on with her? She'll never be anything. But I've been blessed, hallelujah. I've been blessed not because of the material things or this or that, but I've been blessed because there's someone that loves me unconditionally and someone that would think it not robbery to use me in a way that his glory would be revealed in and through me. And so this day, hallelujah, that's what I just wanted to talk about. I wanted you to know that no matter what you're going through or what you're doing, that God has need of you and that nobody has to understand you. He understands you. Hallelujah. And if nobody ever, never loves you again, he loves you unconditionally. He loves you in a way that mm, it doesn't even make sense. And so today, I'm feeling blessed, and I'm also feeling, I don't know how I'm feeling uh, about what's going to be happening on this weekend. I do know this, that when the people of God come together, hallelujah, what a time, what a time. I also am hurting because there's some people that I want to be there, and my prayer is that they would get there somehow, some way, hallelujah, so that we can experience what God's going to do together, hallelujah. I'm so glad that uh, he counted us all to still to be around at such a time as this. Uh, many times, you know, I watch, you all know, uh, the, the Turner Classic movie station with all the old movies and things, and it just seemed that things were uh, better. People were kinder, and it just it was a different time. I'm like, Lord, you know, I wish I had lived then, and, you know, and, and that I already would be gone because of the things that I see going on in our world. Who would ever thought it would be so uh, topsy-turvy and that, you know, uh, some of the things that we used to do, at least behind closed doors, now people are just bold with it. The enemy's just getting out of hand. Uh, but God reminded me that I'm anointed for this, and so are you. We were born, and, and we're at this time for such a time as this, just like Queen Esther. Hallelujah. He saved us. Hallelujah. And he's going to use us in these times. Somebody has to stand up strong for him. Someone has to, hallelujah, take him at his word. Glory to God. And I'm so glad that I found him to be a faithful God. Hallelujah. And he told us that if we were faithful, that we too would abound in many blessings. I don't know what he's up to, but I know this, that I want to be a part of whatever he's doing in these last days. And I know that you guys do too. I'm so glad every morning he allows me uh, to speak through me, glory to God, and gives me a new manner every day to feed his people, glory to God. I remember my daughter, my middle daughter, Chidera, that was her um, scripture almost every time when we had devotion that as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Glory to God. And many times, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I've seen him do some of the same things uh, that he did through Moses. Uh, many of us, he's using us, hallelujah, to lead his people out of uh, darkness and into the marvelous light. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so I just wanted to tell him thank you. I wanted to tell you guys thank you. For those of you that have been um, 
are supportive. Uh, Sometimes I know you can't send anything. I know how it feels uh, to want to send something. You don't have it. I get that. But I thank God for your prayers. I thank God for the times that some of you have sent $5 or whatever, not knowing that those $5 could have been the difference between us having something to eat and not. I'm just being open, transparent again. Thank God for a dollar store where you can get dollar bread, dollar milk, dollar eggs, dollar butter. Come on now. And so I'm saying that to say that I don't ever feel like, well, I don't have enough to send apostle. I'm not that person to be like, ah, no, I know how it is to send $5 to someone or $10 or whatever I have, glory to God, and then watch God multiply it sometimes even before, you know, I get it uh, sent, glory to God. Or I'll see God forgive something or do something or someone will come and bless me with what I needed. And so I just glad that we're in this together. I'm glad I can be transparent. I'm not ashamed of nothing I've been through because it's made me who I am. Glory to God. Are there some things I wish I had done differently? Absolutely. Just like you. But you know, we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And every mistake we made, everything we did, hallelujah, it taught us, come on now, it showed us how much his mercy and grace, how much they endure forever, hallelujah, and it's made us strong, and it's crushed us, hallelujah, and it's mortified the deeds of this flesh, and it made it so that the oil can flow freely through us. And so uh, this morning, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Uh, Y'all keep us in prayer, uh, going or not going, hallelujah, for uh, traveling mercies, uh, that we would have enough, that we would be able to do what we uh, came to do, and that you would also definitely cover our apostle Stephen Lane, who I thank God that I'm I'm blessed that I have so many uh, close and around me, uh, glory to God, that are anointed and we're on the same page and we're uh, about souls, and that's it and that he would be glorified. I put a post up, and I ain't taking it back. Uh, This morning, you know, I got up early 4 in the morning because my son, the one that, you know, I had a little bit of, you know, problems with sometimes knocking heads with, he got up early this morning and went to a second job. And that's God all day because, you know, mm, hallelujah. And I pray that it works out for him. Hallelujah. Uh, Now that he's, you know, he's changing. Prayer is changing things. Thank you for praying for my children. I'm watching all of them uh, get better. It's a slow for some of them, and uh, but they've been through hell. And so, you know, I understand, and I'm not trying to justify anything that they're doing, but we've been hurt. And as a grown person, I was hurt, and I didn't know how to articulate it or, or handle it all the time. So how much more our children, when our children go through, that's why we can't be so critical of them. Uh, and sometimes we just feel guilty, too, and it's not our fault. We didn't know sometime ourselves, you know, how to do or what to do. And so they don't either, and so they're still finding their way. But for those of us that have uh, trained up our children, they'll be back. Hallelujah. And they're going to do just what uh, they need to do. Hallelujah. I'm still praying for my daughter, the one I was saying that will be giving out the knives. I haven't heard from her in over a year, uh, but I know that God got his hand on her, and I know she's going to be okay. And uh, just like you, I will have reconciliation in our families. The people that God's put in our life, there's nothing the enemy can do about that. They will be back. And the people that they're not supposed to be in our life, well, you know, God bless you and goodbye and uh, hasta la vista. Uh, but for those that uh, God put in our life, they'll uh, they'll remain, hallelujah, because God has a time and a day. And so 
Um, we're praying. Y'all are praying for me. I'm praying for you. And together, hallelujah, like uh, uh, Bishop Paul Morton said, we're going to watch God change things. Amen? Hallelujah. Heidi's talking about uh, acts of love. The old woman's decision to wash my feet was such a wonderful, I'm sorry, the old woman's decision to wash my feet was such a powerful act of service to me. For one thing, my feet were tired and hot. They were also truly black with mud. The humility of her love showed me Jesus was present in that place. After that, the chiefs came out and multitudes came. For those of you that weren't on yesterday, we were reading about how Heidi had taken um, some people that had visited with her uh, to minister, and they had gotten on a boat. And when she got off the boat, she was walking, and her feet were dirty. And I forgot all about that, glory to God. At once I was playing uh, uh, al- alabaster box, God was talking to me about something different. But, see, it's back to the same thing, you know, washing uh, people's feet and how, you know, uh, washing feet is an act of humility. Uh, that's what I had said before, too, that I really admired about my bishop. That's what made me know that I wanted to be a part of that ministry when I saw him uh, washing people's feet. People don't do that anymore, uh, glory to God, especially men of God that have uh, certain positions and titles. After that, the chiefs came out and multitudes came. Hundreds of people came to know Jesus, and those who already knew him were encouraged and taught. It was a wonderful time. What stood out to me most was that we knew we had arrived when one little woman got slow and low. She was our signpost. He is here. Jesus showed us the way every time. He showed us the full extent of his love through service. He washed people's feet, and that's John 13, 1 through 20. It was a truly humbling thing for the Lord of all heaven and earth to get down and do. In Bible times, foot washing was something wives did for their husbands, children did for their parents, and disciples did for their teachers. But this, but this was what he chose. He chose this level of self-abasement and intimacy with us. He chose to connect with and provide for our needs, and he chose to get close to the muck and mire of our sin. In your country, foot washing in this way may not be an act of service at all. It might seem a bit strange, but in my country, it is a very meaningful gesture. We are all called to humble ourselves for the sake of the cross and to act the same way Jesus would act. What is he calling you to do for another today? Mm. Hallelujah. Well, whatever he's calling me or you to do, uh, let's figure it out and let's do it. Hallelujah. Because in our obedience, glory to God, is where our blessings lie. Amen. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Father, that we're still in the land of the living. And, Father, thank you that as long as there's life, there's hope. And thank you that we have a new day, Father, uh, full of grace and full of mercy, Father God, another day for you to show yourself strong and show yourself mighty, and another day, uh, Father God, for us to come, hallelujah, and, and lay at your feet and, and do, Father God, what you've called us to do. Uh, God, our church, we've gotten it backwards, hallelujah. So many of us are trying to exalt ourselves to be important. Uh, the blood of Jesus. Father, you told us that he that was the greatest was a servant of all. And so, Father, I thank you that we'll adopt that again and, and we'll come back, hallelujah, and realize, hallelujah, that if we humble ourselves, that you would exalt us in due season. God, I thank you for where you're taking this ministry. 
Father, three and a half years ago, I would have never thought, glory to God, that we would even be meeting face to face. Oh, but God, you had a plan even then. And God, the warfare started then. I should have known that you were going to take us to higher heights and deeper depths. I thank you for everyone that stood with us, glory to God. And I thank you for the new people that have joined on. Father, you told us, Father God, that what you love, you anoint, and that you add to the church daily. My, my, my. And so, Father, as we see you multiplying and adding, we know, glory to God, that you're in this. And so, Father, we can't wait to see what you'll do next. Father, in the ministry, in our lives, in our families, and in us. God, we love you. We know you're so soon to come back. We can sense and feel your appearing. And so, Father, we're just asking you to make us be ready. Hallelujah. Help us, Father God, to uh, endure hardness as a good soldier. Help us, Father God, to to do the things that you've called us to do, uh, to walk circumspectly. Hallelujah. Uh, To redeem the time wisely and not waste any more time. Many of us, we've wasted so much time crying or worrying or lamenting or uh, even spending time with people that mean us no good and could care less. Oh, God, in this day, Father God, I think that you're severing uh, unholy alliances and, and ungodly soul ties in the name of Jesus. I thank you for divine connections, Father God. God, I thank you that we would have a mind to walk away from the things that's hurting us and that uh, have uh, not helping us. God, you said you did run well. Who did hinder you? Oh, God, move those who's, hallelujah, out of our lives in the name of Jesus. And, Father, help us, Father God, uh, to run this race with patience that's been set before us, looking unto you, the author, and the finisher of our faith. That's the only way we'll make it, Father God, looking and trusting you. I thank you that we're going to keep our minds stayed on you, and then we'll all have perfect peace. I thank you for that rest, Father God, that you keep talking about, that it will remain among us and that we will have shalom, perfect peace. No matter what we're going through, we'll remember that if you be for us, who can be against us? And even when we don't understand it, and even when it doesn't make sense, that you got us and everything is and will always be all right as long as we keep our hand in your hand. Father, please don't forget Jerusalem. Lord, please bless her with peace. God, please don't forget your people all across this world. My, my, my. They're all our brothers and sisters, especially those that are naming the name of Jesus. God, please save. Save some Muslims on today, Father God. Save some atheists and some agnostics. Uh, save some Buddhists. Ah, and God, and bring back, Father God, uh, the backsliders, Father God. You said you're married to them. I thank you, Father God, for every fallen leader, the blood of Jesus. Father, that you would restore them, my God, my God, and bring them back unto you, Father God. Wash them with your precious blood and help us not to look down on any of them, Father God, except like the, uh, I believe it's the songwriter or whoever said, unless it's just to pick them up. Help us not to look down on anybody because nobody knows why or from whence they've come and why uh, they've gone the way that they did. And so I think that we'll have compassion and mercy on all, Father God, the same mercy and compassion that we want to be shown to us will show it to others. I'm asking all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ. I'm calling them done. Amen and amen. Uh, please meet us tonight for Midnight Cry with our prophetess, apostle, uh-huh, a queen of glory to God, who God is using in a uh, marvelous way. Y'all already know I love you. Have a blessed day.